0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is episode 11 of the Weekly Sports Drop. Enjoy. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports, and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop, with your host, Jazz, Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 11 of the Weekly Sports Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. Thanks for joining me again today. I just got finished watching College Game Day. You know, I can't go on without watching my college game day. That's kind of like my guilty pleasure, especially on Saturday mornings. It, it, it's, it's also kind of like my dream job, so I have to watch that. I have to kind of uh, understand that I love the segments that they do. I love all the, the bits. Uh, Lee Corso is just an absolute trip, but, you know, I love the guys like Kirk Herbstreit and, and Desmond Howard. They do some really great work on there, so I just got done watching that. Last night's game, Canes and Duke. Uh, tough game. You know, we kind of dominated the whole game, but there was some lulls, some stumbles for us. So I'll talk a little bit about that. Also talk a little fantasy football, and we'll get into the uh, Dolphins game versus New Orleans and just some um, some other snippets here and there. So definitely want to start off, though, with Canes football. So I was excited what I saw, but I was also a little... Yeah, I wasn't concerned, but yeah, I was a little disappointed how we handled uh, some of our, our situations, some of our um, our play calling... Didn't like a lot of things, but I did like a lot of things as well. So, you know, didn't think it was a great performance by any means, but I thought it was a very strong performance against a really tough Duke team. Now, they may not be the best team, but they're a tough team. David Cutcliffe has, you know, a really good, uh, a really good setup there. He's he's done a really great job with Duke. So uh, the final score was 31-6, to so it was pretty dominating. We started off hot first quarter. First first two drives of the game, we took it down. We scored 14-0. Boom. We looked good. It looked like the offense was moving. Then the offense kind of sputtered a little bit, right? For maybe a quarter and a half, maybe almost two quarters. Really, second quarter in the beginning of the third quarter was tough. We couldn't get a run game going, which which we need to get that together. The offensive line needs to tighten up. So uh, just some of the stats for the game. Rozier started off really hot. I think he went 9-9, nine of 8-8. Nine, eight of eight. First, first eight or nine throws uh, finished the night, though, 15 of 26 for 270 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, the rut game, which uh, total yards was, I think, 139 total yards it didn't get didn't get going. Honestly, Mark Walton, I think, was still struggling a little bit with that with that ankle injury. He had 17 carries for 51 yards. And then towards the end of the game, he went down awkwardly again. I heard him screaming through the TV. So I hated to hear that. Uh, I hope he gets better because, uh, you know, next week is, is is the week. Next week is the week. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So we need him to get better. Malik Rogier ran the ball all right. He didn't have 15 carries for 45 yards. Uh, he actually scored on a quarterback sneaker. Um, on a quarterback sneak, I'm sorry. Uh, Travis Homer, three carries for 43 yards. He's got that big playability, right? That, that knack for kind of hitting the hole and just taking off. He's done it a few times already. So he, hit it. he uh, scored on a 40-yard uh, touchdown to kind of seal the game uh, at the end. So uh, he did well. And welcome back, Mr. Amon Richards. Hands down, best wide receiver in the ACC. Possibly best wide receiver in the country. I'm going to give him a top five on um, on wide res- on top top receivers, top five receivers in the country. Uh, but he had three catches for 106 yards, but that one kind of showed what he's all about, right? Actually, all three catches that he made were pretty impressive. So, the first two, uh, Rozier made some really nice throws over the shoulder. Uh, He stayed in bounds on two of them, which was really cool. Then, the uh, the touchdown grab, the 49 yard touchdown grab, was a um, kind of like a short in route that he took to the house. He just outran everybody, which was which was good to see. It's a good sign because he was dealing with an uh, with a hamstring injury. You still could tell that he's not at uh, peak performance yet. Uh, you know, he looks like he's still maybe a little bit tight, but it's good to see that he can still outrun coverages, uh, especially that Duke uh, that Duke secondary who has a really good cornerback named Mark Gilbert, uh, who looks to be a uh, uh, high draft pick soon, so... That was good to see from him. Mark Walton had a couple of catches, four catches for 79 yards. Uh, Braxton Berrios con- continues to do some really good things. He, uh, he really progressed this year, really got a lot better this year. He had two catches for 52 yards and a really nice touchdown grab. The first, first touchdown of the game was a really nice grab towards the back of the end zone. Uh, actually, Rozier made a hell of a throw. He got laid out at the same time he was throwing it. So it was real nice. So I'm really, I'm really excited to see that now. Um, I'm also disappointed because our offense kind of sputtered Uh, second quarter, a little bit of the third quarter. We couldn't get our running game going all game, Uh, but uh, even Rozier struggled a little bit. And I I know that's expected. I know we're going to see that from him a little bit. The good thing is that when Rozier is good, he's really, really, really good. And that's impressive. And a lot of people don't realize how good he really is when he's on. Uh, He is going to have his issues where he's going to be a little inconsistent. His accuracy is going to fail him just a little bit, but uh, he seems to be picking it up. He's progressing. He actually struggled a little bit, and then he progressed and got better as the game went as well. So I like the fact that he makes his reads. He checks down. So it's it's, it's nice. It's nice to see a decent quarterback that can move also. He's got wheels. So he brings that element to the game, which means now the defense has to game plan for that also. So, uh, you know, I'm happy to see that. I, I like what he's doing. And uh, if he continues to get better, then then we're in for a really good season with him. So, I'm good. Now, the most exciting part of it all was that defense. Man, that defense was nasty yesterday. Now, yeah, they give, they, they give up a couple of points. I'm sorry, a couple of uh, yards. They do give up some yards, you know, within the 20s, right? So, within the 20-yard lines, they do give up some yards. Uh, a little bit of a bend-but-don't-break mentality there. Uh, but when it comes down to it, uh, I mean... The front seven was completely disruptive yesterday, so I I was really happy to see that. All the guys on the line, our linebackers are just so sick, they really are. So, we had 11 tackles for a loss, we had one interception, a fumble recovery, and five sacks. So, I was really happy to see all of that. Uh, You know, they looked good, like I said, they gave up a couple yards between the 20s, but. I mean, holding that Duke offense to six points, and they blanked them in the second half. No points in the second half. They really buckled down and, and kind of pinned their ears back and, and really went after them. Um, gave up six points and, and a Duke team that's averaging 40 points a game. I mean, they're playing, you know, some eh, not-so-good teams, but, I mean, they're scoring points, and, and they're a good team. So I'm happy to see what the defense did. Mike Pickney showed out. Uh, 10 tackles, a sack, an interception. So he looked incredible. Shaq, Shaq also had 9 tackles. Uh, I was happy to see Pat Bethel get in and make some plays. He had he had the uh strip, strip sack and fumble recovery. So uh, Pickney and Bethel both both had the turnover chain, which was awesome. I think that's it's got to be the greatest thing in college football right now. Everybody's talking about it, recruits, commentators, reporters, everybody's talking about that that turnover chain. And it's exciting to see, it's cool to see and I love that. I love that about college football. They give these kids the opportunity to have some fun now. You know, referees and the umpires are still calling uh you know these these kind of dumb uh celebration uh penalties or unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. I think it's crap. I think if you're not disrespecting the other team or 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 really, you know, Kind of going up in their face and 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 doing things like that. I'm fine with it. Leave them alone. Let them have a little bit of fun. It's football. I mean, they're coming. They're coming out here and they're they're putting literally they're putting their lives at risk every day by hitting, uh, you know, head to head, tackling all this stuff. Give them a chance to have a little bit of fun when they when they do do something real well. So aside from that, defense looked really sharp. Dee Delaney had a much better game this this week. So I was really concerned with him. I I didn't like what I saw from him. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna tell you the truth. I thought he was terrible. So I was super pissed off that they continue to play him over maybe a guy like Javante Dean, even our number three and our number four, which are Malik Young and Trajan Bandy, who have been playing better than our top two cornerbacks. Well, technically our top two cornerbacks, right? Michael Jackson and Dee Delaney. I like Michael Jackson a little bit. Uh Dee Delaney did play a lot better this week. Um, but Malik Young, what a stud! What an absolute—he covered their best wide receiver the whole night and did a really good job with him. Okay, Trajan Bandy, I love the kid, the freshman uh, from uh, uh, from Columbus. He did really well last night as well. So I'm I'm happy to see what they're what they're doing, and and, and I'm happy to see that backfield, that defensive backfield. Kind of starting to progress and get better as the uh, as as the games go by, which we need that because our front seven is so strong. They uh, they're, they're going to give these guys an opportunity to make some plays back there and get some turnovers and make some big hits. So I'm excited to see that. Again, often started strong, then stumbled a little bit. They couldn't get a rhythm for a few co- quarters, but then they finished strong. So I'm happy about that. Uh, you know, defense looked really good again. Spe- uh, you know, especially in the second half uh yeah I gave up some 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 yards but they were okay they were tough against the duke team and uh you know that's kind of my recap my recap on that some things that i need to see this week heading into our, our, our big game right uh, fsu the offensive line they need to do a better job of run blocking you know they need to tighten up a little bit with that uh continue to give uh, rosier a chance to make plays with his feet and with his arm cuz the kid can do it Give them a chance. I think they're doing a good job of that, but they do need to tighten up a little bit with that run, with that, uh, run blocking. Okay. And we need to monitor that situation with, with Mark Walton, with his ankle, his ankle injury. He came down and started walking gingerly, uh, you know, after they took the pads off, they say, you're done. Uh, and, and we just need to monitor that situation. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to play. I, I don't see him missing this game for anything. But monitor the situation. Also, continue to give uh, Travis Homer some reps. I think the kid's good. He's a bruiser. He's got some uh, some quickness. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the uh, out of the backfield. So I don't think that our our running backs are our running back depth is that bad. I mean, Travis Homer is starting to look like. A really good running back, So I'm happy to see that. know uh, then you got the kids like Chuck Gray and Robert Burns, and, and you know behind them that that obviously aren't, you know, the best running backs. They're not great, but uh, you know, I think the depth is a little bit better there than it is at tight end. Now the tight end position does scare me a little bit because behind Chris Herndon, behind Chris Herndon, we really don't have anything, right. So we've got Michael Irvin uh, Jr, who's still trying to figure out the game plan. Mark Rick was all over him last night for lining up incorrectly. Those were a couple of issues that we did have where, where Coach Rick had to call some timeouts because we were you know, we were lined up incorrect, and, and I saw him ripping into Mike Irvin a little bit. And he's got to get it together because the kid has talent. He can catch the ball. He, he runs decent routes, but he's a big dude. Uh, so we need him to kind of shape up and, and develop some depth at tight end. So that's the part that really concerns me the most. So aside from that, I think we'll be all right. I think we got a great chance of, uh, of, of really, uh, you know, beating the crap out of FSU. And I'm really hoping for it. It's been way too long since we do that. So I'm really looking forward to that. On, on next next week's episode or maybe during the week, we're going to have some, um, some guests. I'll have some Canes guys on. I'll have a good friend of mine who happens to be a, uh, an FSU alumni he uh played for coach bobby bowden and we'll see if we have we have a couple of guys on to kind of lead up to the game so that'll be exciting guys so 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 t- stay tuned for that one all right uh, let's 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 jump into now uh what i know a lot of you guys listen to to me for is the uh, fantasy football stuff i'm always excited to talk to you guys a little bit about fantasy football because it's great it's fun we all we all watch it we all do uh, you know do fantasy football I for one have been kicking some serious ass this year my last week last week I did really well and if you would have listened to me about a lot of things that I spoke about last week I was excited about them uh, you know I also I also swung and missed on a few things with Cam Newton uh, last week against New Orleans uh, you know a couple of other things that 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 I did swing and miss with I think it was Jack Doyle as my tight end pick and some stuff like that but it's gonna happen it's fantasy football I mean, my team scored 206 points. I had Russell Wilson, who took off. I had Kareem Hunt, who, who I mean, is as dominant or, uh, an, R, uh, an RB1 right now as there is in, in fantasy football. Uh, Tariq Cohen actually played pretty well. He didn't have huge numbers, but he still got a lot of numbers, even with Jordan Howard doing what he did. Uh, so you Jordan Howard fans, I don't know if he did too much this past week against the Packers, but... The Packers are a good team, so keep an eye out on that still. Uh, And then my wide receivers were great, right? Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, uh, Odell Beckham, which (laughs) he had a really cool celebration. He ended up getting fined for, but it was a really funny celebration where he walked like a dog and then put up his leg and and acted like he was pissing on the uh, the end zone. So it was kind of funny. So a lot of those guys, even Golden Tate played well, Zach Ertz. So I had a killer week in fantasy football. This week, I'm going to give you some starts and some stits. some starts, some sits, my, my sleeper pick, and um, obviously a, uh, uh, and some guys that you can look to pick up on the waiver wire if you still have some time now. Guys that I'm looking at, my starts, my starts at quarterback, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, you know, finally kind of showed up. Right, and he's got a great matchup against Cleveland this week. So I'm definitely looking at him. Start him if you haven't, if you if you have him in your lineup or if you have him on the bench, uh, take a, take a close look at him because I think he can do some big things against Cleveland. My sit this week is Cam Newton. So I know that I was high on him last week. I'm not high on him this week. Uh, he he looks like he's kind of digressing, right? Like he uh, his body's breaking down is, is is what a lot of coaches, a lot of reporters are are, are seeing. And he's got a tough matchup with New England this week, so I'm not I'm not starting Cam Newton this week. Uh, my running backs to start, Joe Mixon looks like he's now the RB one over at Cle- uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati, so I'm definitely looking at him uh, looking at him to play against again. A good matchup against Cleveland. Uh, So him and Andy Dalton should do some good things this week. Uh, So take a look at Joe Mixon. Uh, My running backs. uh, My running back sits. Isaiah Crowell. So Isaiah Crowell is kind of losing. He's going to start losing some reps to Duke Johnson, who happens to be playing really well now. Uh, Especially um, getting some reps in the backfield and then playing the slot as well. So look to sit down uh, Isaiah Crowell, who has a tough matchup against a, a, a decent Cincinnati defense. Okay. My wide receiver, my wide receiver pick to start this week. I'm looking at Alshon Jeffrey. So I wasn't high on Alshon Jeffrey, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. I thought he was struggling. I thought he was going to struggle over there in, in Philly, but he seems to be picking it up. And a uh, against the Chargers, who have Jason Verrett out for the whole season, so I, I expect Alshon Jeffries to kick some serious ass this week. So look for him to to kind of pick it up and have a good week this week against the Chargers. And my sit this week in wide receiver is uh, Terrell Pryor. So he's gotten off to a pretty slow start. Uh, you know, he's still a uh, wide receiver one or two in, in a lot of leagues. So, you know, keep him on your team. I'm not saying to drop him or anything, but maybe give him a break this week against a really tough Kansas City team who I think right now is the best team in the NFL. You know, at 3-0, and they look really, really good. So look for Kansas City uh, uh, to play well against the... Um, uh, against Washington, and sit Terrell Pryor, okay? My start at tight end. Now, I know I know Minnesota has a great defense, but they are giving up some touchdowns to tight ends. So I'm looking for Eric Ebron of Detroit this week to, to get in the end zone. Maybe he had three or four catches, 30, 40 yards, but he's going to get in the end zone. Those, those are some good numbers for tight ends. So watch Eric Ebron uh, this week. He He's still one of the main targets over in Detroit with Golden Tate. It's Golden Tate and Eric Ebron. So look to pick up Eric Ebron if you don't have him already, uh, and if you have a uh, shitty matchup with another tight end, pick up Eric Ebron, start him. Okay, guys. Uh, my my uh, my sit for this week definitely Jack Doyle against again Seattle, who is one of the best defenses in the league. Sit Jack Doyle. I know Jacoby Brissett is, is starting to look good over in in Indianapolis a little bit. So and and I do like a play with T Y Hilton. I just don't like Jack Doyle uh, against uh, tough Seattle defense. Okay, so sit Jack Doyle. This week I have my sleeper, uh, who's a guy that I picked up. I had drafted him originally, but then I dropped him because I saw that uh, the running back situation um, was starting to shape up a little bit over in 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 Philadelphia. But now with Darren Sproles going down with a torn ACL and a broken arm, uh, you you guys have to look at picking up Wendell Smallwood. Uh, Legarrette Blunt is not uh, your is is. He he's not going to be your your bell cow there in Philadelphia anymore. I think that uh, he's starting to kind of wear wear down a little bit. So look for Wendell Smallwood to get some reps, to get some burn, catch some balls out of the, out of the backfield, get a lot of reps behind the backfield as well. So I'm sorry, in the backfield as well. So I'm definitely looking to pick up Wendell Smallwood as my sleeper pick for this week. So if you guys have an opportunity, maybe as your as your flex option. Or even a, a, an RB three, I would I would definitely look at Wendell Smallwood. Okay, guys, uh, and and these are my pickups for the week. So, some of these guys did really well last week. Some of these guys look like they're going to do really well. Uh, my first one who did really well now, uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Ellington is is a guy to really watch for. I would definitely pick him up at least for the next two or three weeks. Will Fuller is just starting to practice over in Houston, so I don't know if he's going to be ready just yet. And um, it looks like Ellington has surpassed Braxton Miller as the number two wide receiver over in Houston. Uh, he had some uh, some nice catches last week. Uh, he scored. He did get in the end zone. So I'm looking for Bruce Ellington to have maybe some decent weeks. If you've got if you've got a need for maybe uh, this week a flex option or wide receiver two or three. Definitely, he's probably more of a wide receiver three uh, or a flex option. Look at Bruce Ellington if you need to pick up someone, okay, guys, Uh, in in Houston. Another guy to look at. They, I mean, they waived him, and now they brought him back, and now he's their starting running back, Chris Johnson over in Arizona. Uh, Kerwin Williams hasn't done jack, and he looks like he's not what – you know what what fantasy owners thought he would be, right? Uh, taking over for David Johnson, definitely not the guy. I think Chris Johnson fits in there perfectly. Why? Because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, you know he's still got something left in the tank. So Chris Johnson is going to start in Arizona now. He's going to get a lot of a lot of carries. Okay, he's probably going to get uh, you know um, some carries taken away from from him by some of the backups over there. But I'm looking for Chris Johnson to start. And play well in Arizona. So look for look to pick him up if you need a running back, okay, guys? Um, and again, another pickup. Andy Dalton, if you guys don't have him, pick him up. And if you guys have him or if you don't have a good uh, matchup this week, look at Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is, is putting up some really good numbers in Denver. I look to have him, even stash him as your backup maybe when you get a bye uh, and, and insert him. Uh, He's he's a really good guy to have on your bench and even to start in in certain situations. So look for for that. Okay, guys, Uh, you know, that's that's all I have for fantasy football soon. I'm going to put up my uh, my website's going to go up soon. So we'll do more fantasy football on the blog and on the website. I'll tell you guys to go check it out there. That way you can see my starts and my sits there. Also, my sleepers, my game picks, everything. You'll be able to see a lot more stuff on on the site. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I'll give you guys all that information coming up real soon. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, you guys will have some some information on that. All right, guys. Uh, I'm I'm gonna finish off here with a couple of new, uh, some news and some notes, and, and also the Dolphins and uh, Dolphins game this week from my Miami guys. All right. So the Dolphins play tomorrow, which I hate this. I hate that they play in London. I hate that 9.30 game start, uh, 9.30 a.m. start. I hate that. I I can't stand it. Number one, I'm sleeping at that time, okay? Number two, half of my friends are probably pissed off about it because they're a bunch of degenerates that go out late at night anyways to try to get up and watch a 9.30 game, all right? I mean, let's be honest. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up and watch the game. But at the same time, I don't want to. Okay, so this whole thing where you know they're, they're playing. Not only that, they're taking away a home game from the Dolphins, where all the fans that play, paid a, a pretty penny to watch them play at home now don't get to watch that game. They lose out. They lose out on the game because the guys want to go travel to to London. Well, I, I I understand why they're doing it. The league tells them you want your Super Bowl, go play in London. I get that. I think it's a load of crap. It is what it is, but uh, I don't like it too much. Anyways. These are my keys to the game, right? So Dolphins play New Orleans, um, who last week apparently played really well against Carolina. I'm still not convinced with their defense, but they still do have one of the best quarterbacks of all time, right? We're still calling Drew Brees one of the best. So my number one key to the game, my first key, neutralize Drew Brees. If you let him, he will pick you apart. Okay, if you give that guy time in the pocket, if you give that guy time to roll out, whatever, make plays, he's gonna pick up, pick you apart, especially with our our below average secondary right now. I think the only guy worth anything is is Rashad Jones right now in the secondary. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna give up on Xavier Howard, okay? I think he's 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 got some he's got some skills he's got some potential. Byron Maxwell looks like the September two thousand sixteen Byron Maxwell, right? When we were all talking about how he's a bust, he's terrible. What a terrible uh, pickup that was. Then he ended up playing really well towards the end of the season. Great. I need to see that again, and I need to see it now. I'm tired of of, of having to wait for Byron Maxwell to to start getting his shit together for us to see it. No, I want to see it now. Okay, that's why they were secretly going and and trying to get Richard Sermon with Seattle. Uh, They were going after Joe Hayden, although he really wanted to go Pittsburgh. They went after Joe Hayden hard as well. They're going to have to do something about that this um, in this offseason. They really are Uh, in order for us to kind of. uh, uh, get over that that hump on on defense, okay? Anyways, neutralize Drew Brees. That's number one. Number two, we we have to establish that running game again. Now, uh, the Jets did a great job of stopping Ajay, but we have to do something to neutralize that uh, to get that running game going again. Okay, guys, Ajay is way too damn good, and our offensive line is 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 a is a decent run blocking offensive line. We need to get it together. We need to open up some holes for Jay Ajayi. We need to get him going. All right, guys. Uh, another thing, which kind of goes back to neutralizing Drew Brees. No shootouts, please. You're not going to win a shootout against Drew Brees most of the time. If you're going to get into a shootout with, with Drew Brees, good luck. He's got too much talent. He's got too many weapons over there, uh, at least at wide receiver and at tight end with Kobe Fleener, Michael Thomas. Uh, I believe uh, Willie Sneed is coming back this week as well. So, guys, Too much for Drew Brees to work with to get into a shootout. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna try to stay away from that. Even though New Orleans' defense is not that strong, I'm still gonna try to stay away from that. Okay. Also, offensive line, give Cutler time. Okay, you guys gotta give Cutler time to make some nice throws. Uh, You know, we've got we've we also have a lot of weapons. I get it. Uh, so so give give Jay Cutler time. Help him find find the guys. Get them open. Make some plays. And I think we'll be all right. I think we can beat New Orleans. I think we have a good shot of beating New Orleans. But we got to get it together. We have to give him time. We have to establish the run game. And um, and talking about giving Cutler time, Parker needs to uh, pick it up again. He's got to progress a little bit more. He's got to get open a little bit more. Cutler needs to find him a little bit more. And uh, I think we'll be all right. Those are my keys to the game. I'm going to give you a uh, game prediction. How about that? We're going to go with... Uh, since I am a Dolphins homer, I'm gonna give the uh, the edge to the Dolphins. I see again no shootout. Okay, so I, I, I'm gonna see a 27 23 game. 27 23 Dolphins. Okay, uh, it's 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 a higher scoring game, but let's say 27 23 Miami Dolphins. Okay, that's my prediction. Let's see if that comes anywhere <laughs> anywhere close to it. But uh, I like the Dolphins to bounce back after a tough game last week against the um, against the Jets. I'm gonna close off by uh, by telling you guys Miami Heat season is back, and I'm excited about it. I'm ready to watch these guys play. I will be at the game tomorrow, uh, preseason opener against Atlanta. So I'll be happy to see them coming back. It's it's the, it's the uh, most exciting team right now in South Florida, right? I mean, everybody's happy to have Miami, the Miami Heat uh, come back. He, They are happy to be back, just like Lawrence Timmons apparently is happy to be here in a press conference this week. That's all he was saying. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, th- that's all he was saying during the whole press conference, which was a little rep- reminiscent of what Marshawn Lynch would say, right? I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. In the uh, Super Bowl run when they uh, when they went to the Super Bowl, but it was kind of you know I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. It was a little bit annoying. I think at one point maybe someone should have asked him, hey, so uh, so are you happy to be here, Lawrence? I mean it was it was quite annoying, but it is what it is. He's back. Uh, Adam Gase thinks that uh, that he's going to do um, some big things here with the Dolphins. I really hope he is. I, I hope this ha- doesn't happen again because we do need him. And um, the uh, with the linebackers. Let's see what happens with him. I'm happy to have him back as well, <laughs> to be honest with you, because uh, the linebackers do need it. So that's my that's my wrap up. That's kind of this week's this week's jargon, this week's stuff, guys. I I, I also actually have some really exciting news that I want to share with you. So tomorrow I will be on live, okay? My f- uh, inaugural first uh, kind of NFL Sunday. Post post Dolphins game show, but it's also going to be a little bit of everything. So we are going to talk Hurricanes, we are going to talk Dolphins, we're going to talk the NFL, we're going to talk anything that you want to hear. Okay, I'm going to be live on SportsOvertime.com and on TuneIn Radio. All you have to do is search SportsOvertime.com. I'm going to be with Sean Stanley. Who happens to be a part of a SB Nation, and he is also the uh, the lead over at SportsOvertime.com. I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know, I've been looking forward to doing this for some time. It is going to be at 12 p.m., guys. So after the Dolphins game, tune in, listen to it live. It'll also be on Facebook Live under the uh, Miami Media School page. You can definitely watch us there as well. But I am going to be live on the sports on SportsOvertime.com. Just click on the link. Just actually go into the uh, URL, sportsovertime.com, and click on the link that says Listen Live. You'll be able to hear me there from 12 to 1, and also, and or, on TuneIn Radio. Again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I will post some stuff up soon on Instagram. It's, uh, just search the Weekly Sports Drop. And on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. I'm at SportsDropJocks. Again, Instagram is... The Weekly Sports Drop. Just search The Weekly Sports Drop or uh, tune in to uh, my Twitter page as well. My Twitter handle, it's at Sports Drop Jocks. Again, I am your host, Jazz Santana. Don't forget to listen to me live tomorrow on sportsovertime.com. This is The Weekly Sports Drop. We'll talk to you guys next week. UMFSU, go Canes. Peace. (laughs)